All right, Inward Podcast. It's Wednesday. That means it's Agency Podcast. And today I'm coming to you from the living room of my river house up in the mountains. Uh, I know that I'm normally in my office, but it's uh, it's kind of beautiful. And I wanted to be in here today. So today, what I want to talk about is, is the boutique agency model going away? Uh, here's what I mean by boutique agency model. Uh, boutique agencies typically work with low-end three, high-end maybe 10 clients, and they tend to network their way to sales. They usually charge based on deliverables. So, hey, we're going to build you a website. We're going to run your e-newsletter. We're going to do those sorts of things on a regular basis, on a project basis, whatever. And we're going to charge you based on hours and deliverables, right? Time and material. I've talked with a number of agency owners who are feeling a crunch. And the ones that are feeling a crunch are typically in this space. The reason why they're feeling this is, is that if a client decides to leave, it's a big portion of the revenue. I mean, just imagine you have five clients, they're all paying you the exact same amount. If one client leaves, no matter how much or how little it is, it's a significant portion of your revenue. It makes it 20% of your rev. Now, if you extrapolate that out to like a large scale business, Apple, Amazon, if they lost 20% of their revenue in a month because a bunch of people got upset with them, their stock prices would tumble. I mean, just completely evaporate. And that's what happens to boutique agencies. There's this thought that having fewer clients means I can control more and I can provide a high level of service while also enjoying a decent life of running my own agency. The reason why I want to talk about this and I'm so passionate about it is I used to own a boutique agency <laughs> and it was almost good grief. You know, Siri, every time I almost killed myself doing it, as I've talked about many times on other podcasts and a couple times here. And the reality is, is that if you're going to run a boutique agency, you really have to escalate your price points. That's number one, if that's really something you want to do. Number two, you really need to get away from selling on time and material because what happens every single month? You're going to have clients that are going to argue with you about how many hours you actually spent on a project. They're going to ask you to discount it. Uh, and they're going to fight with you whenever you want to do something that's going to be helpful for them. So instead, what you should do is say, hey, this is what it looks like for us to help your business be successful. Here's what we need from you in order for your business to be successful and explore it in that direction, right? So if you're going to do that, then you need to do what I've coached other boutique agencies to do. Uh, your minimum payment should be 10K a month. Uh, you should be working your way up to $25,000 a month retainers, right? Because you're going to be working with clients that are going to be needy. So it's just a matter of how much do you want to pay yourself? How many teammates do you need to have in order to find the sort of success that you need, right? And these are all things that you can work on with your team 
to really flesh out, but it's going to be something that's really, really important. And as you explore this, if you're going to stick with the boutique model, just realize you can have no fewer than 10 clients. Why do I say that? <laughs> well, you can't lose more than 10% of your total revenue from one client. It's also going to negatively affect your valuation if you ever decide to sell, if you have a client that's a disproportionate size. Uh, I actually experienced this when I was looking to buy some agencies. I would go look at some agencies and they would have one client that was worth 80% of their revenue. It's a multi-million dollar agency, very strong relationship with the client, and it's not worth anything. Because if that client leaves, they go from being a multi-million dollar agency to only doing a few hundred thousand dollars. You want to have client diversity. Client diversity leads to higher valuations. The other thing that needs to be stated is whenever you're engaging in some sort of boutique model, you really have to have lots of hands on touch. You're going to have to hire higher caliber people. Uh, that's just the reality and the nature of the beast. If you only have a few people or a few clients, you're going to have to hire really qualified people, or you're going to have to do a lot of the fact checking and work yourself. And that's going to be the reality of your situation, right? So that's just another thing to keep in mind. If it were me, and this is what I've done with all the agencies that I own right now, I would go away from the boutique model. I would go to a model where you can create a service that functions like a product, something that you can sell on repeat. In fact, I'm always looking to find ways to eliminate even a salesperson, right? Because I would love it to just be transactional. It's like so many things could be. And whenever you get to that spot where you realize that what you really want is freedom, and freedom is not just about making more money, it's also about having more time, then you really start to think differently. So for me, I got to this place in 2019 uh, when I sold my first agency where I was just like, I want to do something that doesn't require a lot of Dave. I knew it would require a lot of me for the first year to two years, and then I could step away. And that's exactly what I did uh, with my biggest agency. So I grew it to two and a half million and then handed over the keys to my operator and my chief product officer, which is a title that many agencies don't have. But when you move from being service only and time and material to a product, you now can have a chief product officer. What that did for me was it allowed me to go and invest in multiple other businesses while this business cash flowed like crazy. Uh, and I had already started some other ones anyways, but I was able to invest a lot more time and energy into those to get those in the same stratosphere as well. So as you're looking at what to do with your agency life, uh, really consider what it is that you want to do. And for most agencies that are out there, at least the agency owners I talk to, they don't want to stay in a boutique model. They just don't know how to get out of it. So if you're one of those people, you're like, I don't know how to get out of the boutique model, Dave. How do I do that? Okay, let's talk about that. Are you an agency owner that's tired of being tired? You're trying to find the next client, make sure that your client's success team is actually doing their job and generating results for clients, and you can't keep going. You haven't taken a vacation in a while, you're tired, 
and you know this isn't sustainable, but you're not sure what to do next. If you're ready to grow and scale your agency without killing yourself and to actually enjoy your life, go to dreamagencyquest.com and check out the Dream Agency Quest program. The Dream Agency Quest program is designed specifically for you by yours truly. I've done this with multiple agencies now over the years. And as you all know, I've built and grown and scaled my own agencies with great success. It's time for you to experience the same. When I was in your shoes, I remember hearing similar pitches from different people and I didn't believe it. The thing that I didn't realize was is that even though I was a really smart person, there were some things that you can only learn through wisdom and experience. Now, I've been doing this for 10 plus years and I wanna give you everything that I've learned. The best part is, it's not just e-courses or being a part of a mastermind. It is all those, plus we're actually gonna write your cold email outreach, cold LinkedIn outreach for you. And we're gonna show you the very same tools that the SDR agency that I own actually uses to book its own meetings for their clients. If you're ready to grow and scale and then find operational efficiency so that you can exit and work as little as possible in your agency, go to dreamagencyquest.com and click on the schedule a consult button for more information. So if you're done with that and you don't wanna do it anymore, create the most simplistic and valuable service that you can. Okay, so I do this with agency owners in my Dream Agency Quest program. I do this with agency owners in uh, some podcast recordings that are coming your way that are going to be really fun. Essentially, what you're going to want to look for is, okay, what is that service or that service we provide right now that actually has high margin that does scale? Okay, so let me give you some examples. Uh, I have worked with an SEO company and they're really big into content creation to go on people's website. There's also some nuts and bolts of SEO that can be done, right? Like that are that are all viable options for someone to just have a standard operating procedure to go do. And if you're one of those individuals and you're like, man, I need some sort of product for FCO, there are lots of things that you can do now, especially with the rise of AI, where you can start to really expeditiously create volumes of content that's going to score well in Google, as well as have a list of items that can be checked off on a regular basis of, hey, are we doing this on the website or not, to make sure that you're improving that ranking system. So that would be a case where you could say, okay, we're going to guarantee that if a client stays with us for two years, a year, then we're going to six months, whatever it is, we're going to rank on the first page for very specific keywords in X amount of time. Obviously, if they're, you know, trying to rank on soda, that may be a challenge or beer, probably not going to rank in number one, right? However, they may rank number one in best craft beer in Seattle, that may be possible. Uh, and so it really just comes down to how can you productize it and make it really, really simple? Because, and I say simple for a reason, simple allows you to sell more. Simple allows you to have more leads. And it's also going to be something that any staff member can pick up and do for themselves. The more complex a process is, the more challenging it is to fulfill. So you want to find that simple process. What is that? How do you make that work? 
Once you figure that out, you're now in a good position to start to really take on new clients. You want to have systems and processes. So an example, all of my agencies have the exact same process. In the, the onboardings look different, but I'm going to walk it through with you so you can hear and see what I'm talking about. So the first thing that happens is we have a sales conversation. It usually takes 30 minutes. The first 15 minutes of that conversation, it's just discovery. Hey, are they a good fit for us? I'll tell you a secret. 55 to 60% of the time, they're not a good client right? Maybe they're an asshole. Uh, maybe they don't have a good total addressable market. Maybe they don't have a great story and we're going to be writing PR uh, articles for them and they just haven't done a whole lot. Uh, maybe they have an expectation that when we redo their website, all of a sudden it's going to fix all their sales problems, whatever it is, right? Uh, they're not a good fit. So that happens about 55 to 6% of the time. After we do the discovery, we say, hey, listen, you're either disqualified, you're not a good fit, sorry. Or we say, hey, you're a great fit for our program, can I tell you about it? Then we tell them about it for the next 10 to 12 minutes and handle any questions they have. At the end of that, we say, okay, what do you want for a next step? Most people want to see a proposal because our pricing is transparent, it's on all the websites of all the agencies. And we also are very transparent about our processes, okay? So once they sign the agreement, within 24 hours, they get two things. Number one, they get a video that's shot on someone's distraction device, right? Uh, we use Loom and we record ourselves and send it over to them. And it's just a high-ranking employee or maybe another owner of one of those agencies saying, hey, super excited that you're on board, can't wait to work with you. Uh, your account manager, your marketing director, your publicist, whoever it is, right? They're going to be reaching out in the next 24 hours and to schedule an onboarding call. Hopefully we can get that onboarding call scheduled in the next two to three business days. So then like clockwork, their point of contact at the agency, their marketing director, their publicist, their account manager reaches out to them and says, if we, uh, hey, we're going to, schedule that onboarding call. Let's get it scheduled now. So they schedule the onboarding call. Onboarding call for each of the agencies usually takes 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, each agency is a little bit different, but that's kind of what we have going on. And then uh, after that time period, we have a week go by and then we show them some samples, whether that's website mockups, uh, you know, some mood boards, or if that's, uh, hey, here's some sample email copy, direct mail copy, what have you. Uh, or, hey, here's a mock-up of the pitch that we want to use to get you on a podcast. Whatever that is, we really leverage that uh, as an opportunity for them to kind of give us the thumbs up, thumbs down. It's a key point. And then we start getting into a meeting cadence, meeting with them every other week. Uh, different agencies have different lengths of times for those meetings, but that's kind of the idea. And we're just going through, hey, what do we need? Be, what do we need to be doing to serve you well? Uh, and so that's really it, and that's a great way for people to understand the process and how we work. So, if you're wondering, you're like, hey, I want to move to a non-boutique model. That is a way to get started. Find a service that you can productize, that you can make really simple, that'll allow you to sell really well and quickly, and then leverage that into your success. I hope you're having a great week and I hope it's a kick-ass one. Until next time, catch up.